0: about 15 years between experience in our, in our industry um, and what I really wanted to do is just talk about some of your experiences relating to exercise adherence. Um, we all know that exercise adherence is a huge problem. A lot of people take up exercise and drop away. Um, so just really wanted to have a chat to you a bit about some of your clients that you've come across and particularly those that lack motivation, um, maybe even are scared to exercise because they haven't exercised for so long. Um, and then how they began to think about exercise, maybe how they then took up exercise, and what you guys did to basically encourage them to get their results, to keep them coming to the gym. So, um, Nush, I want to start with you? Okay. Um, in terms of somebody that's really not competent
1: using the gym and being in front of other people, so for example, somebody maybe really overweight or just completely self-conscious, um, I've done work in the studios with them. So. Oh, taking them in there and just kind of encourage them to be more active in their daily lifestyle, so when they're doing housework and things and concentrating on that as a form of exercise and using the stairs more and trying to encourage them that way so it's all about their outside lifestyle as well as what they're doing in the gym but then gradually you know as they become more confident and that you build that trust and rapport, you can kind of take them into the gym and it's, it's not such
0: a scary thing. Mm-hmm. How did that person even start thinking about exercise, if they were that nervous and timid? What made them go from never exercising to exercising and then how did you encourage them? What stages would you say they went through? Well, at first, you know, it was, it was, no, I'm not going to do, not, I'm just
1: not going to do it. It's not for me. And they, either think up of, I think up every excuse under some the why they shouldn't be exercising but then you know you try and make them aware that their health issues and that it's important that they will start feeling better so you encourage them that way and they think about photos that they used to have or pictures of themselves where they were much happier so you kind of build up on where they really want to be. So they th- you try and bring all the positive things into light and get them to build a big picture of that. So you're changing the their focus from the yeah, negative to the positive. to the positive.
0: And how did she maintain um, her desire to continue exercising, and how, how did you help with that?
1: Regular, even text messages, and just checking that she's okay. You, you have to kind of be really, you have to be there a lot, but at the same time, I had to get her to set lots of realistic goals and keep bringing the focus back to her and getting her to make the decisions in her life. Because if I'd said, right, you're going to do this, this and this, there was no way that she was going to stick to it. So it was a slow process and we did have those kind of setbacks, but, you know, just kept bringing her back.
0: And how important was um, support, not just from yourself with text messages and emails, but maybe from friends, family, colleagues? Did that help this particular client? Yeah, she
1: had a lot of support from her family and friends, um, you know, in the nicest way possible, telling her that she was getting to a stage where she was really unhealthy and she wasn't going out anymore. And their support was really valuable as well as, you know, in terms of nutrition and when they used to go
0: out for meals and things, it, right. they got a lot more support, that kind of thing as well, <laughs> And And she, did she find, generally speaking, or do you find as a rule, people who lack motivation, maybe self-esteem, tend to uh, have more success with exercise adherence if they train with other people than if they train on their own?
1: For her at first, it was a very personal thing. But then once she got a little bit more confident, um, I know that she started taking part in classes so that was a big step for her but then once she got over those barriers the social aspect really kept her going.
0: Did she achieve her goals?
1: Yeah, Good. she's still got a little bit to go but health-wise a lot healthier now and confidence is just she's like a different person.
0: And James, what about some of your clients? Um, what would you say for most of their biggest barriers to successes are?
2: i um, trained some guys that are Basically, their, their biggest uh, goal is to increase in size and confidence. And the biggest barrier is getting the courage to go into the, the gym and start lifting uh, the weights and getting involved with all the other guys that are lifting maybe heavier weights. And
0: what about that barrier to actually even coming into the gym in the first place? What would you say for most people, men and women, the, the biggest barrier would be? Is it something like time? Yeah, it's definitely time.
2: Probably a massive confidence issue as well. Um, and, you know, money and things come into it, but that's probably a, an excuse. It's not really the main reason why, yeah. but there is time to train. Um, How would you encourage and...
0: someone to find that time?
2: Sit down with them, work out a schedule, uh, look, at their, um, look at their day, uh, look at their work life, their, uh, their family life. Try and just work out a plan that's um, realistic and individual to them.
0: Okay, but um, Nush, what if your client is doing exactly what James has said and everything's going well and something happens and they have a setback, so it could be an injury. What sort of methods would you then bring in to help that person get back on on track? Um,
1: just resetting them really realistic goals and making them realise that, or that giving them that positive reinforcement that they will get better and that you can support them to go through those changes you've got to get them out of that negative frame of mind that's the most important thing and just highlighting the things that they can do, like even the rehabilitation exercise that they can do at home yeah, even if they can't awful. come in.
0: Can you give me an example of two extremely different clients and how your methods of motivation have differed.
2: Um, one example would be a, a woman who's um, not really exercised in her life, uh, had her thyroid taken up, uh, gradually put weight on, um, confidence dropped, uh, work productivity dropped, um, light, uh, family life uh, suffered, uh, came into the gym kind of just um, doing this, that and the other, not really having a plan, uh, I just bumped into her, just started chatting to her and she was telling me, look, uh, you know, these are my goals and I've had my thyroid taken out. You could obviously see by her body language and her tone of voice that she was pretty down. So I just sat down with her, um, just took time out of my day really, because I could see that I could really help this person. And I, I gave her a load of research on case studies and, uh, and and examples of people losing weight and becoming fitter with, you know, after the thyroid's been taken out. Um, started her off very easily uh, just doing simple stuff, so she did it, So her confidence was already knocked, so it wasn't knocked anymore. And more
0: supportive, yeah, more hands-on, I kind different of, language.
2: I spoke to people in the gym that knew her as well, so that I knew that she had a network in the gym. Um, texting her a lot, calling her a lot, just to make sure that she knew that I was always there and that I wasn't going to leave her because she was very, at a very low ebb. Uh, constantly gave her new things to work on, new handouts and it was just the way I had to adapt to get the best out of her.
0: And Nush, can you give me an opposite example of that, maybe someone who was a bit more motivated, how would you all dealing with that differ?
1: In terms of motivation wise, I think that, well if they've got them, if they're motivated you don't have to push that way, you have to push on more sides of change and keeping them interested in what they're doing and so finding new activities for them, getting them involved socially, because that's generally where I found that they really want to be, so getting them involved more in
0: classes and things. Do you find they're the sort of people that like to train harder, whereas someone who's maybe more timid and less secure it's almost a more softly softly, more gentle approach, whereas someone some other people might be. Well, actually, my motivation is I want a really good session, I want to feel like. Yeah, they
1: want to feel like they've been absolutely beasted. <laughs> yeah.
0: Although sometimes. we don't use that word. No, now, we don't it? use that
1: word. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know, just they like to be pushed really hard. and.